0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Forward Curve. Hello and welcome to The Forward Curve, the weekly podcast covering the commodity markets and the global economy, brought to you by Gold Street Advisors, the independent research and advisory firm. Today, following on from our Intel Briefs episode last Friday, covering the basics of gold, we take a look at the state of play of the gold market. I'm Christian Clavodetcher, and joining me today will be our Chief Analyst, Robin Barr. Thanks for joining me today, Robin. Let's talk gold.
1: Thanks, Christian. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me uh, again. So gold we're going to focus on. uh, had a tremendous year last year, reaping the benefits of the pandemic uh, and rising around 25% year on year and embellishing its centuries-old reputation as a store of value and a safe haven asset. For those interested and uh, in some more details, see our recent Intel Briefs episode just recently released for a good primer on gold, where it's found, how it's used and so on. But back to gold. Uh, again, outperformed most mainstream asset classes last year and acted to mitigate overall portfolio losses during the first quarter of 2020. If we remember when equity markets were particularly vulnerable, in fact, they were crashing all around us. And so it begs the question, can gold prices, having risen 25% last year, can they rise further this year? Or is this the best it
0: can get? Right. So Robin, let's briefly review the drivers of gold prices last year.
1: There were a number, but let's try and boil it down to the main one. So last year, we saw governments and central banks launching massive fiscal and monetary measures to support their economies, uh, something to the tune of over $12 trillion, so a fair amount of uh, dollars going into uh, into the system. This resulted in strong safe haven investment demand boosting gold, which was reflected in record inflows into gold-backed exchange-traded funds or ETFs for short. This is a relatively low-cost way of buying and holding gold. Fears of economic Armageddon drove gold to new all-time highs of $2,075 per ounce. Fear is a potent driver of higher gold prices as investors seek capital preservation instead of a return on capital. So quite an interesting uh, dynamic at work. This more than offset weak physical demand in gold, with key consumer markets like India and China seeing sharp reductions in jewellery purchasing because of record high prices, particularly in their local currencies in Indian rupees, Chinese yuan, as well as disposable incomes being severely impacted by the pandemic. By the third quarter last year, jewellery demand was something like 30% lower year on year, and total demand levels are likely to drop by up to 50% on last year, so pretty dramatic falls in actual physical or consumption of gold.
0: All right, so as we discussed before, gold has historically been viewed as a good hedge against rising inflation. Is that concept in play at the moment? It could be.
1: Uh, It's a bit of a yes and no answer. Although inflation is currently very subdued, and we can see that in uh, the consumer price index, it is showing up instead in very high asset prices, things like global equities, uh, real estate, commodities, so copper, aluminium, and so on. And recent promises of more stimulus from the US government and others, these are certainly adding to fears of inflation so i think inflation is coming even though it n- might not right be with us at the
0: moment Sure. Well, as we've discussed in previous episodes, if you recall, there were certainly big fears of inflation uh, in the wake of the Obama era stimulus actions, and they never came even close to materializing. Uh, As I say this time around, I can't help but wonder if the effects of recent fiscal stimulus won't be inflation, but financial bubbles. I mean, my goodness, look at the stock market, Uh, look at certain real estate markets. Uh, Nevertheless, (laughs) getting back on track here, what's the outlook for gold prices?
1: Probably easy to think of headwinds, which will perhaps be a hurdle to gold, and tailwinds, which could push gold higher. Let's think in those terms. So headwinds. These are things like perhaps rising optimism regarding the Biden administration, as would perhaps be um, the dollar, which could be uh, remaining strong for a number of reasons, therefore could be a hurdle to higher gold prices. Of course, we've talked about strength in equity markets, so money being diverted away from gold uh, into sky-high equities because, you know, people feel there is still upside. And another one would be strength in Bitcoin or, or digital gold as it's rapidly becoming known as. If you think of tailwinds, things that could boost Gold, then we talked about the dollar, but in this case, the weaker dollar, that would certainly boost uh, gold, as well as rising inflation expectations, uh, as we've uh, just talked about. Record low yields in the bond markets, and these are low yields in nominal terms, but also when we adjust for inflation in what's called real inflation adjusted terms. And of course, more monetary easing. This is going to be a powerful boost to gold. As central banks have made it clear that more monetary stimulus that is cutting interest rates, maybe more QE and so on will be forthcoming in 2021 with cash rates unlikely to move higher for many years to come. If you cannot earn a return on cash deposits, you might as well put your money into gold.
0: Yeah, indeed. So so where do you stand on gold prices Robin? Are you are you on the fence? Not at all.
1: Markets are pricing in a best case scenario for COVID vaccination rollouts right now. If the situation deteriorates, however, we can expect risk assets to suffer and policymakers to deploy even more stimulus and therefore safe haven assets like gold to catch a bid. Combined, these potential tailwinds indicate that gold prices are likely to remain biased to the upside for some time to come. But it's important also to remember that while investor sentiment will always be fickle, the value of a lump of gold has remained relatively consistent for thousands of years. Precious yet durable, finite yet accessible enough to be traded, gold is worth roughly the same now as it has always been. Now there's a the thought. It has time and again proven itself able to withstand volatility while other assets rise and fall. So to conclude, you pay your money and you take your chances. Stimulus talks, speed of vaccine distribution, and continued dollar weakness, or not as the case may be, we think will make for a roller coaster ride. So buckle up and ride the price volatility, and good
0: luck. With Robin pretty squarely in the bull camp on gold, I'll happily be the contrarian and make a more bearish call. Whilst volatility will certainly be high as we move away from a COVID-choked economy, I'm taking a decidedly bullish view on things and think that once pent-up demand for goods and services is fully unleashed, gold's luster will diminish and prices will go down. But of course, time will tell. As always, I want to thank Robin for joining me today. And of course, I want to thank you for joining us. Please be sure to subscribe to The Forward Curve on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Christian Klavodecher, and on behalf of the Gold Street Advisors team, I thank you for listening. And remember to always keep an eye and ear on The Forward Curve.